0: Castian Saya and the two Jedi form an uneasy alliance to escape Dathomir. All that is in their way is an Imperial garrison.
1: How are they getting there so fast? It's going to take us at least two days. Rancor. 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 Yes. How are we going to get there quicker?
0: There's no faster mode of transportation than a Rancor.
1: Do you know how to write a Rancor?
0: I've seen how they do it, but they're kept under such lock and key. We can't get our hands on one of their Rancor.
1: Okay, we need a Rancor. We need a fast Rancor. And I know of a Rancor that we met just recently, who seemed to take a liking to you, Niana?
0: That was just using influence on it. It was not domesticated.
1: I look towards Kita trying to get his approval on this. Listen, I, I, are any of these things domesticated, really? They're creatures. They're, 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 they're all being influenced.
0: Yes, but the witches do have a longer history of influencing them than
1: a couple of strangers in the woods. These are unsophisticated force users we have two jedi who survived a jedi purge we have a former imperial inquisitor who survived the might of the empire hunting him down and you're telling me that we can't make a brain core carry us in its pouch they don't have pouches oh we have to get on its back well fine we can do this come on how hard could it be
0: so You've convinced Kida and Nienna to at least attempt this insane plan of yours. You know that there is a rancor in the woods nearby, but what do you want to do? Do you want to track it down? Do you want to try to trap it?
1: You know what? Castian is going to ask for 30 minutes of silence. He just wants to think on it.
0: They will give it to you.
1: He's basically telling everybody that everybody just take 30 minutes to eat your breakfast and try to figure out the best plan to get this thing. And we'll regroup in 30 minutes. Cassian just needs to clear his head. And now he's going to meditate. Even if she doesn't appear, he's talking to Madonin. All right, Madonin. This seems to be more in your wheeled house. I am trying to be a good person. And I'm trying not to be destructive. And I am trying to use nature. Wait, wait, I don't know if I'm supposed to use it or go with it. I, I don't know what, how you did things. We were completely different creatures. Not in a bad way. Uh, Thorians are just as good as humans. Uh, what I'm getting at is if there's any sign or symbol or, I don't know, anything that you want to teach me or push me towards, I could really use the help right now. I'm lost in a dark forest, and you're the only one I know that lives here.
0: And as you allow silence to fall, you hear the sound of howling wind. It's not unlike the sound that you heard when you were amongst the howling crag clan. It's the sound of wind whipping through a crevice in rock. And as you open your eyes, maybe it was the wind cleared some dead leaves to open a pathway. Maybe you just weren't paying attention before, but you can see that not too far from where you have separated yourself, there seems to be a small rocky valley cutting through these woods. Cassian, you follow this path for about five to 10 minutes until you find what you think Mudonin wanted you to see. As you look, you realize that it's shallow for a valley. Probably just a little bit deeper than that Raincore is tall.
1: Castian nods his head and stands up and he's walking back. I have an idea.
0: Kita is eating a bowl of, of porridge. What is it?
1: There's a valley not too far from here. It's slightly taller than the Raincore. If we can lure it in there, we might be able to trap it.
0: And then what?
1: I don't know. Communicate with it? Feed it food? Rub its tummy? I suppose... And the way we lure it in, quite simple, is we give it bait. We give it what it wants. Food. And the only food I know that it wants so far is me. Or you, but I assume that I'm probably the best jumper here. So?
0: I'm not going to stop you from volunteering for a suicide mission.
1: Can we have a little optimism here? You're supposed to be the Jedi.
0: Haven't been a Jedi for a long time.
1: Ah, longer than you probably assume. And Castian stands up, wipes off his pants, and looks towards uh, Niana and Kita. We'll get into the pit, and Niana, you will communicate with it, influence it.
0: I'll try. Kita gives her a, a little bit of a pep talk. This is no different from any other time that we have trained together, Niana. It's a simple mind. You are more than capable of doing what is necessary.
1: Exactly. Castian leads them down the path towards uh, where he found that pit valley.
0: Yeah, valley is really too strong of a, a word for it. When you look, uh, look at it more closely, you can see that there's a small stream winding through at the bottom. So it's, it's like a, a gorge that has been cut by nature.
1: Great. And Castian, uh, uh, he looks towards Kita as he's moving towards the uh, gorge. Uh, so th- do these things hunt by smell?
0: Mostly. Rancor eyesight isn't the greatest.
1: Good. And Castian looks towards uh, Niana. Blades, give me one.
0: And she did bring a collection of blades. She has a couple of knives, uh, some things that are more like machetes, and uh, two spears.
1: Castian grabs uh, one of the knives and also a machete and hangs that from his belt. And then he just cuts his palm and holds it up towards the wind a little bit. Spins around, keeps on holding it up, and then he just starts walking into the gorge area. Occasionally, leaving a trail, like running his hand across the stone, just giving a plenty of scent for this uh, creature to smell. If it's not the rain core, get rid of it. And then he's just going to walk towards this gorge and kind of get as deep as he needs to be.
0: You're about halfway down the side of the gorge when your head begins to hurt as you've moved too far from Kita.
1: <sighs> of course. <sighs>
0: Oh, wait, I'm coming.
1: Ah, yes, the gift that keeps on giving. Come on, Kita. And yeah, they're walking down yeah. together. We forgot about that.
0: Kita could stay at the top of the gorge. <laughs> he doesn't have to be right next to your side. So, for example, you could have him wait at the top, or if you want him, no, down no,
1: within. right? Yeah, we'll wait. He'll he'll walk along the top of the okay. gorge, and I'll walk along the bottom, and we'll keep eye contact with each other. It's cutting it close. Like it's always that pressure there that's saying like you're a little too far, mm-hmm. but it's it's manageable, and we're just gonna keep walking until i kind of get to the center and i'm just waiting there as long as i need mm-hmm. hopefully this thing will come find me
0: it doesn't take too long before you hear the sound of a raincore stomping through the forest looking for breakfast
1: castian he wraps his hand in some cloth uh, after dunking it in the the gorge's water and then he just kind of prepares himself to get out of this gorge when he needs to so he's just kind of staring where this raincore should be walking through come on you creature Come on, you got this big tasty meal. You
0: can see the trees moving where the Rancor is, but the sight line with the, the face of the gorge isn't quite right for you to be able to actually see the Rancor yet. So you see the trees and you hear it roar before anything else castan
1: yeah i know this might be a terrible idea look on the bright side if i die at least you died of a clear conscience. we made up and everything isn't that delightful come here you stupid beast come here you beast sorry madonna i'm still working on that
0: and the rancor steps out into the clearing you can just see kind of the top of its head from where you're standing in the gorge It roars and looks around, and even though Rancor don't have the best sight, there's still at least one person that's closer than the smell of blood, and it sees Kida, and it's going to attack.
1: Gastian picks up two stones and whirls them around his hand, and he just tosses it towards the creature's snout to get its attention. Two successes, one advantage, and I got two force points. So I'm able to actually do that, but I have to flip. Never mind, I can't. I actually can't. Castian can't do it. So Castian's going to try to do this the old-fashioned way. Uh, how far is the throw?
0: Average difficulty to make the throw. <laughs> to give you a force point, I'm going to upgrade that so it's now one red and one purple.
1: Great, and Castian's actually going to, I guess throwing is athletics? Yeah. Oh, I could actually use the force to help me out with this. Hopefully. If you
0: generate the right point. Oh,
1: do I want to use it? Yes, I will use it. I'll use another dark side point. I'm at five corruption right now. I hit – I absolutely nailed this thing. I hit it for one success, one triumph, and two advantages as Castine pulls back this rock that he decides to throw with his arm and nails this thing right in the snout. I'm going to say my triumph, instead of doing damage, just it gets its attention.
0: Absolutely. The Rancor was barreling down on Kida. Moving with a surprising speed for something that is built as awkwardly as a Rancor. Mm -hmm. But it was coming directly for Kida, who couldn't move away fast enough until your rock collides with the Rancor's head. And the Rancor rears back, letting out a ferocious scream at the sky. Before looking around for what hit it and seeing puny little you down far below.
1: Castian is roaring at him, using his own fearsome visage.
0: The Rancor stands at the edge of the gorge, but doesn't seem quite willing to make the next step.
1: I'll help you with that, Castian says. Uh, Castian's not trying to lift the Rancor because that's just way too much, but he's trying to move the rocks under its foot.
0: Clever. Since you need some precision, this is going to be hard.
1: Uh, One success, two advantages, and he also uses a light side point and he takes some strain.
0: So first one rock, then two, then three come out from underneath the Rancor's feet. And after those three stones come out, then gravity is going to take over with the massive weight of the rancor and not enough stability underneath, as you are, at start a mini avalanche that includes a rancor coming down.
1: Castian is jumping out with the force. Okay. I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be fine.
0: I will upgrade that difficulty. Red, purple.
1: One success and one triumph.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: No. And Castian jumps.
0: You don't, just, you don't just jump, you jump with style.
1: And again, I have to flip that point over again, that light side point to generate the force, but casting uses the light side of the force to launch himself out.
0: So how much strain have you taken over the course of this? Well,
1: uh, my strain got reset after I took a nap. Yes, it did. I've taken yes. a lot of strain. Because
0: remember, remember Kida's taking all the strain too.
1: We have 12 strain left. Castian launches himself out using the light side of the force and lands with a crouch before spinning around on his heels and looking down as this Rancor tumbles, tumbles down.
0: The Rancor crashes with a loud splash into the stream that's at the bottom of the gorge. And when it stands back up, your estimate was right. The top of the gorge is just above the Rancor's head. And while it does have those very long arms that can reach up, because it's trying to climb back up right where it fell, so all the stones are loose. Its its claws can't can't get a good grip, so it can't quite pull itself up yet.
1: Okay, uh, Castian is holding out a hand towards the creature, just like, "Calm down, calm down. It's fine. It's fine."
0: Nienna runs up. Nina stands at the edge of the gorge, reaching her hands out gingerly in the direction of the creature. She's standing a couple of, you know, a meter or two away from where it's trying to scramble back up so that she stays out of reach of those nasty claws that are are reaching. You can begin to feel that calmness emanating from her. She apparently isn't quite refined enough, whether it's from lack of training or adrenaline or what to direct her influence entirely just at the rancor. So it's bleeding out a little bit, but of all the emotions to bleed out, this is a good one as she is telling the rancor to calm down. After about a minute, it's finally subdued.
1: Castian steps next to Niana as the rancor seems to calm down a little bit and he lets out a breath. All right. So how exactly do you ride this thing? Well,
0: usually they have harnesses and saddles, but its back is broad enough I think we might all be able to fit.
1: Agreed. And it, it'll let us climb on its back, and at, yes? Uh,
0: for the next couple of minutes. Then I'll have to do it again. And again, and again.
1: Hold on, I have an idea. And is going to try to use mechanics. And we're going to do a clock swipe two, and I'm just going to see if I actually can do this first.
0: Okay. I'm
1: making a simple machine. Three successes, one advantage. Okay. A clock swipes two. Castian has a. It's like one of those saplings, one of those long saplings, but really thin. And he has secured it over this creature's shoulder, and hanging off the front of it is a piece of meat that is the remains of that albeck that they had killed. And it's just kind of they're, – they're on top of this creature's shoulders and it's just lumbering forward, kind of excited to try to get the owl back. Occasionally it will swipe at it with its like its claws, but Castian will try to like, kind of move it away and it will get frustrated. And then Castian will use the force to kind of flick some meat towards it so it gets a little bit of food. So, yeah, he's trying to basically say like maybe they don't have to continuously influence it. They can just kind of use this kind of – they can use the, the carrot instead of the stick. I like it. I'll allow it. I mean, she'll probably still have to reestablish some of the calmness occasionally, but Castian just kind of on top of its shoulder and is like, this, this thing keeps on, is there seatbelts?
0: And that is how the three of you and the Rancor begin your journey across Dathomir. The three of you travel by Rancor for a day and a half towards the Imperial garrison.
1: They'll never see us coming.
0: That is a good question. Much of this journey is through forest, which the Rancor has no trouble navigating through. But the garrison, of course, is in a clearing, and they're not going to just let a Rancor walk in. Yeah.
1: When we get to a clearing, or when we approach a clearing, or where it looks like there is an Imperial presence, we're going to get off the Rancor and let it be on its way. We, we don't need to keep this Rancor for long. We just needed to get a head start uh, against the night sisters
0: give me a perception check. Let's make this average. We'll upgrade a little bit. Give you a point back.
1: Two successes and two threats.
0: Riding on a rancor is not a very comfortable method of transportation. So, while you're able to you're able to stay on track. You have rough directions from Nienna, so you're able to move in the right direction towards the Imperial Garrison, but Sleep escapes all of you, so your strain is not going to go away.
1: Uh, but do I see any sign of the Imperial garrison as we approach?
0: Yes, you actually hear, before you see anything, the sound of speeder bikes zipping through the forest.
1: Ah, and that's our, that's our cute ladies and gentlemen, I say, as I finally bring the hunk of meat close towards the creature. And, the, of course, the Rancor eats it within one bite. And Castian slowly begins climbing down this creature as Niana still keeps it calm. Yes. All right. Well, you did good. Thank you, Hal and Gundok. You're everything that I want in a ship and more. And Castian is patting it on the leg and walking away. Do you want to
0: send the Rancor in any particular direction back into the forest?
1: Yeah, back into the forest. I don't want it. I don't want. <laughs> Castian wouldn't admit it, but he does not want the Rancor to die. Madonin wouldn't want the Raincore to die. So this is him honoring Madonin. He thinks it's stupid.
0: Very stupid.
1: Yeah. So now yeah, Castian just like waves it off and says, like, send it back to where it came from. Make sure it probably has like a herd it has to be with.
0: And Nienna does. She tells it. She influences it to go back where it came from.
1: I'm exhausted. But there's speeder bikes somewhere around here. So let's keep an eye out. Yeah, and Castian's, uh, he's looking, he's heading off towards where he thinks the speeder bikes are heading.
0: The three of you take positions all within eyesight of each other, but you spread out a little bit so you can cover a little more ground, uh, hiding behind trees and logs and boulders. And Castian, you are able to see, again, maybe 20 meters away through the woods, you can see the first buildings of the Imperial garrison. From here, you can't get a good feel of how large it may be, what the complement of stormtroopers or other personnel might be, but you you are definitely right on their doorstep. And you can see occasionally zipping through the trees, speeder bikes.
1: Uh, is looking for any uh, guards that are walking near the perimeter. Uh,
0: yes, you do see. You see three pairs of guards, actually, and they are scout troopers. So they are dressed in slightly lighter armor than the traditional stormtrooper. So the scout troopers are all organized in twos, you know, so that one can always be watching the other one's back. Mm-hmm. And you spot three pairs within within eyesight of where you're at.
1: Yeah, Castian's trying to make his way towards, uh, he's trying to get the Akita and Niana to follow. He's walking towards the a pair that seems to be more isolated. All right. They want to ambush these people. Castian uh, is actually going to use um, athletics to try to get on the trees to drop down on them.
0: All right, so first you're going to climb up into the trees with athletics? Yes. All right, that is easy.
1: Yeah, three successes. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know, is Kida any of them following me, or are they going to let me do this myself?
0: They're they're going to stay on the the ground. They've got force powers that will let them maneuver down here.
1: Cassian's going to wait for the two guards to pass under him, and then jump down to attack one. Now- all he has is a combat knife that Niana stole, so it's not going to do much damage against armored opponents. However, he's going to try to stick the knife in the gaps between the armor.
0: I will let you do the uh, the first attack, and then after that we'll roll initiative. Yep. That's going to be an average difficulty.
1: Two successes and a triumph.
0: You come down right on top of one of the stormtroopers, landing on his shoulders. Oh. If you would like, with a triumph, you can not only take that one down to the ground just with the force of you jumping on Mm. him, but you can also use your knife on the second one.
1: Yes, I'm going to use my knife on the second one to try to stab him in the neck area.
0: All right. So yes, you've knocked one prone. Give me a melee attack on the second scout trooper.
1: Three successes, one threat, four damage. And their armor would probably uh soak that. Oh, they have four armor.
0: Yep. So your knife actually just Uh, scrapes across the laminate armor of the stormtrooper. Mm. And now roll me Vigilance. They will roll cool.
1: Uh, Two successes.
0: All right, and we'll roll for Niana and Kida. Castian, you go first.
1: Castian is, again, just going to try to stab this guy. can't really do much uh, else without using the force, and he's trying not to use the force right now because he has a lot of corruption. Okay, well, this is interesting. Uh, One success, two triumphs.
0: Wow. Well, I feel like with a triumph in there. So you were talking with the knife again?
1: Just the combat knife.
0: Just the combat knife. I feel like that does two critical hits.
1: Sure. Isn't there a way, like, doesn't uh, it add to, like, the critical table?
0: So every time that they get a critical injury, mm-hmm. uh, the next time that you roll for it, they get plus 10.
1: Okay, so we'll just do for the first one, and then I'll add plus 10 to the next one.
0: Correct.
1: Right. Great.
0: All right, so the first one. Eighty-eight. The first one is going to be compromised. All their skill check difficulty is increased by one till the end of the encounter. Roll again and add ten.
1: Ninety-seven.
0: Crippled. One of the target's limbs is impaired until healed or replaced. Increased difficulty of all checks that require use of that limb by one.
1: Yeah, so Castiad comes down. Slashes at the guy. The guy's able to block and he grabs his blaster that was at his side. And Castian slams the knife and sticks it right in between where his forearm and his upper arm are. And just twists and there's a snapping. And Castian dives forward, growling. Niana and Kida see a very violent side of Castian.
0: Yes, they do. So that was the stormtrooper that was still standing that you were attacking, right? Yes. And now it is going to be Niana's turn. She is going to take a much milder approach. She's attempting to use the force on one of them to influence again and is unable to quite make it. Okay. Uh, which then leaves Kita. Even though he thinks that you are maybe a little too into what you were doing, he thinks that attacking straight up is probably the best move here. And so he is not going to attack with his knife, but he's going to see if he can hurl the prone stormtrooper into a tree, which he is not able to do. Apparently, the stress of another night with no sleep was too much for Akita, and he is not able to move much of anything right now. Uh, So now it's time for the stormtroopers to attack. With their blasters.
1: Uh, One is injured. He can't use his arm. Yes.
0: So we will upgrade that difficulty. So as you are the only one that they really even notice is there, they're attacking you. But they're stormtroopers and their shots go wild. Literally no result.
1: Okay, well, we need to get rid of them now because I'm sure someone's going to hear that blast.
0: Yes, Castian, back to you.
1: Castian's going to go for the one that he's still standing. (laughs) One success, two threats, and a triumph again.
0: You take out one of the stormtroopers.
1: Yes, I finally get that knife exactly where I need to be and drop him down to the ground. And yeah, the others can handle the other one, I hope.
0: Let's see. You can tell that Nienna is trying to get through to the stormtrooper. But whether he's exceptionally strong-willed or if something else is going on with her, she's unable to do anything to him. However, Kida is able to finally pick up the stormtrooper that was still standing and hurl him against a tree, knocking his head into it, and the stormtrooper slumps down. However, you do see that there is now a... Akita did it with enough force that there is a large crack in the scout trooper's helmet.
1: Castian immediately rips off the uh, helmet of the scout trooper that he just killed and slips it on his head. And he's trying to pick up any radio. Like I'm, he's sure that someone's calling out. Like where's that shot? Where's that shot? So he's he's trying to catch that.
0: All scout units report. All scout units report. Scout pair alpha two. We don't see anything. Scout pairing alpha four. We don't see anything.
1: Castian is going to say, "This is scout pet communication damaged. One of those natives dropped. What natives dropped?" Dropped on us. We put her down.
0: Give me a deception roll, sir. That's going to be hard.
1: I'm going to flip one of my light side points to help me out with this.
0: So upgrade one of your dice.
1: Two successes, one threat.
0: All right. Report in for a diagnostic.
1: Yep, sir. And Castian takes off the helmet and then looks towards Kida and then looks towards Niana. Niana, I need you to play dead for a little while. Cut to. Kida and me are both wearing the scout armor. I'm wearing the one that's slightly damaged because if they do need to see, like, take off your helmet, it, they, they will see a guy, Castian, uh, instead of uh, Zabrak, who shouldn't be wearing this. And the scout helmet does not fit comfortably on Kida either. Not at all. But we kind of make it work for now. He can't really see very well out of it. But yeah, we're dragging a stunned uh, Niana along with us, and we're moving towards the garrison.
0: All right, so as you have been invited, essentially, into the garrison, you can get an idea for what is happening here. The buildings all look like they're temporary structures. So you know from Imperial Protocol that when you first arrive in a new situation, you put down temporary structures while you take the time to construct something else properly. Mm. So you see what is obviously barracks, another small building that is a rudimentary mechanics Mm. garage and you can see them working on a couple of speeders inside. Mm. Uh, You don't see any large scale transports here. So there's no walkers of Mm. any kind. You can also see the beginnings of some more permanent construction. You can't tell what exactly they're constructing yet, but they've begun work on permanent structures. Your estimate would be from the size of the barracks and the amount of people that you're seeing around, probably only at most 50 people are stationed here right now. Most of those would be scout troopers, but there would also be some Imperial Army officers here also implying that this is a relatively new garrison, is that their transport ship is still here. It is a Lambda class T4A long range shuttle, which you also know only has about room for 50 passengers in addition to its crew. So also implying that there couldn't be terribly more than 50 people
1: here. Castian is dragging Niana with Kida and he's waiting for someone to approach him.
0: And a woman approaches you. It's not surprising, but it's not common to see a female officer in the Imperial Army. But maybe this was an undesirable assignment. So a woman approaches you wearing an Imperial Army uniform. Despite the grit and the mud and the storms of Dathomir, of course, her uniform is absolutely pristine. She has red hair that is pulled back in a tight, low-braided bun.
1: Uh, As soon as she approaches, Castian snaps to attention and says she attacked us near the perimeter uh, just as we were about to return. Uh, The instrument that she was using was an old cutting torch, it seems. Uh, It was damaged, and we left it there as we pulled her back.
0: How was one native able to damage your own equipment?
1: It was a lucky strike, sir. Ma'am.
0: Well, it seems that her luck has run out. Hopefully the luck of the rest of this forsaken planet will run the same way. Take her into holding. Ma'am. Then report immediately for your diagnostic on your armor.
1: Yes, ma'am. I am going to try to quickly figure out where the holding would be. Just using my imperial knowledge of if I was building a camp, where would I put the holding?
0: Yep. So that seems like essentially a core world's knowledge check. I think all of your knowledge is at the same. So
1: Mm -hmm. three successes, surprisingly.
0: There you go. In a temporary setup like this. There would be one section of the barracks where they had put up force fields. Uh, there's probably not room for more than two prisoners back there because you don't expect to be taking prisoners in a situation like this.
1: Yep. And Castian is dragging her along with Akita uh, towards that prison area.
0: And you can tell exactly where this cell is located because it's the only bunk that already has a Night Sister in it.
1: Castian pauses, wrinkling his nose before moving over to the other cell that's free because you said there's two cells and he disengages the force field and just kind of chucks Niana in. Kida might try to do it lightly, but he slaps Kida's hand and says, act like an imperial and just pushes Niana in. Mm-hmm. And he activates the force field.
0: Yep. The rest of the barracks is empty currently. You can tell that this is obviously a place that is lived in. You see spare armor pieces around, boots, spare pieces of equipment, no unsecured weapons. But there's not much personality to the place because stormtroopers do not have much personality. And then of course there is a very angry looking knight sister in the other cell. She is speaking the native language of Dathomir, so you don't understand what she's saying, but as I, I think we've established before, you don't need to be an expert translator to tell when somebody is, is cursing you out.
1: Casting's looking around for any signs of cameras in this area.
0: Roll me, uh, roll me perception. We'll see if there is. It's easy.
1: One success, one advantage. You
0: You can see quite easily where there are cameras set up, but you can also tell that there's no power running to them yet. For right now, because they still don't entirely trust their, their scout troopers, there is surveillance, but it's in the form of a single droid with a camera attached to it. Mm-hmm. You're not even positive if it has audio. It might just be video
1: only. Yeah, Castian's moving towards the droid, and he's going to try to disable it. He's just going to walk behind it and spin around and try to turn it off.
0: Sounds like mechanics. Let's make it average with a setback die because you're trying to do this so quickly and without any tools.
1: Three successes, but four threats.
0: Oh, we'll get to what those threats do in a minute. Okay. You just reach in the back of the droid and pull out some of the guts. (laughs) And the droid and camera deactivate.
1: Castian walks away from the sparking droid. He walks up to the force field, leans against it and then tells Kida, he's like, keep watching the door.
0: Keaton nods and he moves off a little bit.
1: Castian pulls off the uh, helmet and Castian offers a grin towards the Night Sister. Do you speak basic?
0: Of course I speak your filthy tongue.
1: I agree. Absolutely filthy. I'm here to help you.
0: Why would I trust a man?
1: Uh, uh, you know how it is. Guy sees a witch from across the way, falls in love, love at first sight, and dreams about being a slave one day. He chuckles and holds up his hands, I'm not an imperial. Truth be told, I don't like these people here, so enemy of my enemy is the person who will avoid me and go do whatever she wants, maybe cause a distraction while I go and do whatever I want. Deal?
0: Give me negotiation. It's only going to be uh, an average difficulty.
1: One success, one threat.
0: Okay. This does not make us friends. Of
1: course not. I hate you. you. You hate me. Completely understand. You're the darksider. I'm trying to recover from that sort of thing. But I'll do you one solid. Uh, your fellow night sisters are about to launch an attack on this place. So whatever you do to distract the people in here will help them all out on the outside. And why have you brought that sister in here with you? Oh, no, she goes with us. She's not one of you. Look at her. She's purple skinned alien. She was hiding as one of you. We just used her as fodder, but uh, she's coming with us and you are going to go on your way. Is that agreed?
0: Agreed.
1: Then it was a delight doing business with you. And Castian takes a step back and taps the controls, disengaging the force field and it takes a step away from her.
0: She hisses at you again <sighs> and jumps and runs.
1: Delightful. And then Castian's moving over to Niana's cell, opens it up, and then kind of just touches her nose. Wake up! Wake up!
0: Oh, I don't like being hit by those blasters.
1: Yeah, I figured as much, but I used the low setting, so get up on your feet. I look towards Kida and uh, Niana. Any idea how long we have until the Night Sisters decide to launch their little festivities here?
0: I, I think they might be aiming for dawn tomorrow.
1: Then we have a few hours to get whatever we need. As alluring as that Lambda shuttle is to take, that's probably the most guarded thing on this entire base, since that's their only way off. There's no way we're stealing that under their noses.
0: Castian, before Nienna or Akita can agree with you, you hear the sound of a horn. Nienna winces. Or maybe they meant dusk? I'm still not very... Proficient in their language.
1: Tassian pinches the bridge of his nose and says, Well, this just got complicated. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandible Solo Shot Star Wars Force and Destiny. Please follow Solo Shot Podcast and Fandible on Twitter, and please share this episode on social media. You can also leave a review for Fandible on iTunes or your pod chaser of choice to help others find us and enjoy games like this one. You can also find us on Patreon if you want to make a donation to help keep our equipment up and running. But most importantly, always remember, may the Force be with you.